0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're talking about the Inhumans IMAX experience. Ooh, experience. I tried to make it as fancy as I could. You did. It was fancy.
1: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I am Jeff Randall. So, Jeff, we saw... The first two episodes of Inhumans at IMAX. Let's what go ahead and just d-
0: drop it. Spoiler alert! Oh yeah, yeah. spoiler alert! Spoiler- there is no well, non-spoiler talk. Let's
1: just let's just give a give give a rate give a grade before we say spoilers. Okay. Give a grade ten- 1 to ten. What'd you think?
0: One to ten? Oh yeah. Um, I I can't just give a broad sweeping one to ten for the whole thing. It's just it's too there's too much too much if and 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 caveats. All right, um,
1: I'm giving it a 6. Good. I'm glad we both give it numbers. Let's move okay. on. Now a spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spo- spoiler alert everybody. 6 is probably what I'd give it. <laughs> spoiler alert uh for 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 inhuman's um if you don't care uh there's there's definitely a few little th- surprise there's not that many surprises honestly so if you want to listen to this i wouldn't even fault you even if you're going to watch it when it comes out on tv uh there's nothing really here that i'm i think it's such a spoiler that you have to you know whatever <laughs> avoid like i think it was all it was all pretty much just setting up the storyline right yeah yeah so the Inhumans. What did you? What, what did you? Th- what what did you think? What are your thoughts?
0: I enjoyed myself. It was. Um, it was not an unenjoyable experience. It was not a bad experience. It could have been better. Um, the TV show budget showed. It uh, it showed pretty hard. I like first off, there were uh, six people. In our IMAX theater, when I went to see it, six people, including the four of us. Oh, really? Um, what time did you go out of prime time? We went on a Saturday afternoon at five thirty p.m. Hmm. So that's that's, that's a kind of a weird eh. time. I went I went
1: during the day on a I, honestly I expected to see no people. I really I really would not have been surprised if there were no people at all. In in our theater, uh, because it was like a Tuesday at 3 p.m. or something (laughs) like that. Or Tuesday at 1 p.m. And we had also six people in our theater. (laughs) So, honestly, I thought that was a pretty good turnout for a Tuesday at 3 p.m. for a TV show, you know?
0: Yeah. For the first two episodes of a TV show, sort of.
1: Yeah. Not even the full first two episodes. So, my thoughts... Are, it was pretty good. I think it... So I can't get away from the fact that it's the same showrunner as, as is is the showrunner for Iron Fist. And here's my biggest problem with the show. I agree with Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> um, this is a problem with Scott Buck. <laughs> Stuff that I've seen, um, including the last three seasons of Dexter, which we just talked about yesterday, is... His he he doesn't take the time to give the characters motivations, and yeah. that's a big problem when you're dealing with these big things uh, and the, these these big sweeping uh, stories. What what? Why do I why do I care? You know why do I why care? Do i do care about everybody? Yeah, and you gotta you gotta give me a reason to care. Give me one reason to stay here. Sorry, Tracy Chapman reference. Um you know Sorry, you got you got to get you got to give me something right Yeah and I don't think they gave me something. I think they gave me very little to care about uh in these characters in the Inhuman show. Um yeah. I the, the thing they did do I liked all the Inhumans, all the all the royal family. I liked them all. But so, 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 so just to set it up, if you haven't seen the, sh- seen the show yet, Maximus is, uh, is an unpowered inhuman of some of sorts. He was raised yeah. on the moon with them. they all live on the moon. He was raised there, but apparently the genetic council has decided he did not, he either has gone through pterogenesis and nothing happened, or the genetic council has decided that nothing would happen. We, we, they weren't very clear on that.
0: Yeah, they made it seem kind of like the um, the Inhumans could go through Terra Genesis and then just come out on the other side with nothing. Yeah, or like no powers at all,
1: or or they're just <sighs> not like they talked about the genetic council, but like is that the same thing? Because in in a, in our in, in, in on Earth, in Agents of Shield, they've already discovered the genes. They can already tell if you're an Inhuman by a gene test. Yeah. So can they not do that on the moon where they've had this knowledge for so long? <laughs> I you don't know. know man. And
0: it's possible not, but they do have much better technology than Earth. Yeah, I mean they they I like I like the one thing that they did that just kind of showed like they have like we have better technology with the humans is when um when Karnak was dissembling the um the the lunar, the lunar rover and he was like still using lithium
1: Gah. yeah so Just it's, like <laughs> scoffing at them they have technology that we don't have and so i would think and the fact that they have a genetic council makes me think that genetic council probably knows how to uh knows how t- to tell if you're an inhuman without going through pterogenesis. and do you think that it's possible that maximus is an inhuman, and they just haven't
0: uh, like that, because he doesn't have any like manifested power that uh, or that he's hiding whatever power because it doesn't outwardly manifest. Either that, that, maybe that's it. Either
1: that, or uh, that he's an inhuman that wasn't ever allowed to go through genesis because whoever the genetic council saw the evil in him and decided not to let him go through it. Oh, well, maybe, maybe that's kind of a th- that's kind of the idea I had. Um, but, but, but <sighs> the bottom line is, so the reason he, he doesn't like the caste system, uh, that these they're forced into, they have no freedom. They're all at the whim and will of their King, their silent King, their silent King, which he seems like a pretty good man, but he's silent. So he's easy to talk circles around. As it were, like, he's easy to convince the people that he, does, he doesn't have your best interest at heart since... Uh, he can't speak for he, himself. Exactly. And he, and he keeps saying, is the queen speaking for you or is she speaking for herself? Mye, mye, mye. Like, all of that is kind of... Very childish. Yeah, child, childish for sure. Um, but it also, it, it just, it it kind of makes sense like he he's obviously using ta- like sort of political tactics to to get the best on the the rest of the royal family, but he also has a point like nothing that he said is sort of like uh is wrong and that's kind of the problem with 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 the show it's the same problem I have with iron fist i be- i't i think i'd f- i'd probably be on his side if this were the real world <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: I mean they need to go to the Himalayas, you know? That's where Adalan's supposed to be. Or hovering over New York. Like there's so many places that Adelan has been yeah, in the it's comics. Been, yeah. it's, it's just so easy for it to just be like, Yeah, go go, go. Take it away from the moon. Like go to Earth. Get more. Have more inhumans. Like do the thing. Like go show show the Inhumans on Earth that there is a society that will accept them with open arms and bring them in. Yeah, like that's what we need.
1: Yeah, which that society is already gone, as far as we understand it. Um, The one, the one in uh, uh, the one in Agents Shield. By the way, I wanted to mention about Agents Shield. We were told this was not going to cross over with Agents Shield at one point. Someone had said in an interview or something.
0: um, It's not going to directly cross over in this season. Yes. But it, it is linked to it the, is
1: very linked. They they made multiple references to the fact that there are other inhuman's popping up on earth. Yeah. Which is
0: the water supply. We were worried they
1: wouldn't and then they specifically said the water supply. So that's cool. I liked it. I like the the connectivity is there. So that that gets a, that gets a big thumbs up. They didn't try to like just create their own inhuman's that have nothing to do with the the rest of the MCU. <laughs> they didn't Gotham it. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, in There's, general... I have,
0: I have one specific beef. What's your one specific beef? You you heard uh,
1: mine, the fact that the good guys aren't good guys. But other than that,
0: Scott Buck shows are fine. Big, glaring, I hate this beef. And that is Crystal. I just don't like Crystal. Crystal. Or, Isabel Cornish, the, the, oh, one the, blonde, with the, the blonde, blonde hair with the yeah, with, the, po- with the pokeball on the back
1: of her head. Yeah, with the pokeball on the back of her head. <laughs> That's what uh, my friend who I went to, to see it with, who knows nothing about, you know, Marvel comics or anything. It was just like. Uh, oh, the girl with the Pokeball on the back of her head. I was like, what? And then she pointed out. I was like, yeah, now I can't unsee that. Yep. Thanks. And now I'm, yep. I'm putting that in the rest of our listeners'
0: heads. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> just that. Her acting and her delivery and her just everything, all of it, all of it is bad. Well, and she, she seems like bad. kind of a princess. Okay,
1: we're already in spoilers. Let's just dig into this. The worst thing that happened in this episode... Was someone getting their head shaved? <laughs> like he, he, yeah. he, in a way, he pretty much non-violently removed
0: it, he huh? He neutered her.
1: Well, he non violently yeah, exactly. Like you've got a powerful person in that you can take their powers away that you're trying to capture. It's kind of more humane to take her powers than to kill her. Um, so that that you know, I understand the like they they really really hammed it up and made it sort of like this let's face it. I I think they were making sort of rape allusions to her, like being powerlessly taken over by men and shaved. Like there was just sort of like, it was a sort of grossness to it. um, That whole scene, but like he, no one died in this whole coup. Now they would have killed. So there there is that they would have killed. Not even
0: Orin. Not even who? Aran, the the woman that uh, Medusa stabbed and left for dead? Yes, which is the next thing I was going to point out.
1: Medusa violently stabbed her. Like, stabbed her a bunch of times in the stomach with, like, a switchblade. Like, that is not hero behavior. When she, like, I think they wanted to make it seem dark and gritty, sort of gritty by having her stab her, and then they thought it made it better that she comes to life at the end, but, like, that is not hero behavior. It's like we were talking about with, we were talking about with Jessica Jones last last night. We were talking about the fact that Jessica Jones pulls her punches a little bit. The queen should <sighs> Yeah, maybe she should have all the power, and if this girl's trying to kill her, maybe she should just go for it. But, like, she stabbed her, like, eight times. When she lifted up her shirt, she had (laughs) multiple stab wounds in the stomach. I think one would have probably done it. One stab and twist she's probably done... Um, except that apparently her inhuman power is has some something to do with you know waking back up, and maybe Medusa knew that maybe the stabbing was like not as brutal as it seemed, but like it seemed pretty
0: brutal. (laughs) It was, um, I just it was, (sighs) uh, it was very, um, I I don't want to say advanced or adult, but it was, it was mature, it was definitely mature themed at that point for
1: sure. Um, I just, I just think that this show is not—they're not making it clear that these people are good guys. You know, they're they're really trying to subject a lot of people and put them in the mines. Like, why is everyone in the mines? And if you're like, what they, are they mining on the moon? That's the that yeah. That's exactly my point. If they had made it clear that their society was in trouble and needed minerals to like keep their it, oh our shields could fail unless we get this much. Dilithium, whatever, like, uh, (laughs) then like, yeah, maybe, maybe you have to send people to the mines, but then why don't you send the guy with super powered hooves to mine? Like he could kick his way through the mines, you know, like, Use the superpowers to solve some of the city problems. Don't just send the people with shitty powers
0: into the mines like that is <laughs> that's what it looked like It's like oh you you either don't have powers or your powers aren't pretty or your powers are just crappy in general
1: yeah uh, your you're powers, going to do the mining. Your powers aren't obvious like that is literally super villain behavior, and the way that Maximus acted, and he saw the potential in people that no one else saw the potential in, and he like felt he was the underdog of the story, and then at the end when he wins, we're supposed to feel like he's, I felt like this, this the Inhumans movie is over, like the good the good he guy won. won. Like this was an underdog story and Maximus ends up on the throne at the end, you know. If it weren't for just like a little bit of mustache twirling and leering at people and like kinda just being evil and the way he hit on Medusa, like all of that makes him evil. But like That's it. It's like they had to add little elements to make him evil. Why don't the good guys why didn't they show us the good guys struggling to try to make things fair um i just it just really bothered me and like yeah. this is not it was not a well done it's not a well done plot so far
0: uh you can't you can't forget the fact that maximus uh gave info to the earthbound strike force to like go kill the people that were sent there
1: yeah, but that's all in service of him trying to free his people from the mines <laughs> like okay. all, all of that is in inser- like even the even the hitting on medusa it's like all of this has been in service of of, of 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 freeing his people that he believes are his people from the mines, and then yes, he hit on Medusa. That was a little creepy, but like maybe he's just always loved her, and he's like, I don't want you to go down with for for the sins of your king. You know, I want you to please join me, join my side. We want to free the people, and like like I could t-
0: you could write. They tried um, to give a little bit of that though when like when he was talking to her before she got her head shaved. It was kind of a hey, you have you ever thought about being with me? You could still be with me. Like they didn't do enough of it to really drive home that that's where they had come from.
1: Well, no, I mean that they that, that scene that scene plays though like he's a creeper who is like hitting on her and like dishonoring his brother. But if you look at it as like <sighs> As that, that like Black Bolt has created this sort of shitty cast society, then like Maximus is a hero who's kind of stepping in and like, and, and the fact that Maximus is by far so far the best actor on the show makes the whole thing feel just like the Maximus show. And you know, it's the same problem I have with Davos and Iron Fist. Like, you have to give me a reason to find the good guys, the good guys, and the bad guys, the bad guys. It's the problem with DC. Their entire slate is that way. I watch those movies and I'm like, why do I care? Why do I care about you? <laughs> Give me a reason to care about you. And that's what Marvel has always done well. They've always uh, Captain America. You love him from the beginning. Uh, Iron Man. He's an asshole, but he's so f- much fun to watch. You want it. You're rooting from from the beginning. Um, you know, like you just, they just do. They've done a good job of that, and I don't yeah. feel like they're doing a good job of that with these two shows and they're both they're both show run by the same guy so i'm a little concerned yeah. that marvel is just uh, you know it's just it's, it's it's not feige it's perlmutter and that and not pearl which one's carrying the the tv side perlmutter per- oh it is perlmutter okay yeah uh perlmutter is is over this tv side and he's just hiring the wrong guy here i think um And and just just to touch on it, the only other show I've watched that he's been a part of, which was Dexter, um, they really give uh, Dexter, like, he's always an anti-hero, but in the final seasons, he starts really kind of crossing lines, and he becomes less moralistic, which you kind of need to be a little moralistic if you're going to be a serial killer um, who who's killing for good reasons, you know? Like I just don't know, man.
0: Yeah. You there has to be something to bring the audience back from hey, that's bad. And yeah. we're just we're not getting that. Yeah. But <clears throat> personally, I'm having a lot of fun with Black Bolt. Yeah, um, me too. Black Bolt was super fun to watch. Just they mostly were- because like the way that that he interacts with everybody, um, when he's not, when he's not signing with, with, uh, Medusa or to, you know, everybody else in the, in the inner family or the inner circle or whatever, the royal family, um, when he's just kind of trying to emote and tr- like, he's, he's struggling to not speak because he's just like, if I, if I speak, my point will get across, but you'll also die. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, can feel that struggle the whole time when he's in Hawaii. And it's it's so great how he does how he plays that off. Like I'm having a ton of fun just with Black Bolt.
1: Yeah. Me too. <clears> me too. <throat> Real, Black Bolt was Black Bolt was great. I, I have no problems with Black Bolt. Um, and it's just kind of silly. It felt like kind of like an 80s movie when he's like having to walk around in a suit and trying to it just like one of those great fish out of water stories, you know.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> when he walks into <laughs> when he walks into the uh, the the suit shop or the you know the clothing store and he's just like um, I'll take this and then just walks out like thank you for dressing me in yeah. your in your your clothing is for here thank you clothier thank you. I'm out <laughs> thank you Taylor I will be on my way <laughs> and mm-hmm. just walks out and is confused as to why the cops are bad. Yeah, and in context,
1: like, no, never mind, I don't take it back. All the stuff we said a couple weeks ago about him using his powers, never using his powers, it all holds true. Like, if his powers, he he throws that cop car, and it, he throws it pretty darn good, but still... Yeah. That's exactly the kind of force you would use on a supervillain that's attacking you. <laughs> like that little bit of force, a um, little bit of uh, eh, <laughs> like he would be he'd be using those. And I think uh, just the fact that he's he never speaks is, is I think, a little stupid.
0: He was about to. You could like the you could see at that at that one point where he was about to speak before. Um, before lockjaw took him away right you could see that like maximus saw the future for a second he saw his own death right there
1: no i I, yeah i totally agree totally agree and it was gonna be cool (laughs) it was gonna be great
0: but then he took and then then lockjaw screwed up and (laughs) extended the series by another six episodes damn it
1: lockjaw indeed Anyway, so you excited about the series
0: still? You know, I barring Crystal's or Isabel Cornish's terrible acting as Crystal, I am excited for it. I like I like Karnak, his his power is neat and intriguing. Um the way that he the way that Kin Lung just throws himself at it and and just is not apologetic at all for the way that he acts around people. It's just great. I love I love Karnak. Uh, Gorgon has been a lot of fun. I don't really like Triton's makeup at all, um, but I'm hoping that Mike Moe can turn it around with acting and making Triton lovable. Um,
1: I didn't think Triton was uh, bad at all. I don't,
0: you, 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 you
1: mentioned that earlier, and I was like, I just barely noticed Triton. Uh, like Triton was in there so such a short amount of time. Yeah. Just didn't bother me.
0: His makeup is so terrible, though. I didn't think like, so. I, actually, the way that I, know I noted Triton is.
1: Oh, in the in the comics or whatever. Yeah,
0: like if you look at him in the comics versus how he is in the show, you're just like, that's not Triton. That's okay. a, that's a yeah, that bad did.
1: cosplayer. That didn't bother me. Um, I thought that, I thought Triton was fine. Also, um, that first scene, the opening sequence with it, them running through the like uh Hawaiian forest was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they really did a lot
0: of really good work with the visuals.
1: Well, they pulled out all the stops for like the first five minutes, and then it just kind of turned into a TV show. And it was fine, but like that first five minutes looked amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they wanted to show off the IMAX ness of it all and like, look how pretty this looks. Look what we can do. And watch for the next hour and a half. We're not really going to do that anymore.
0: But we could. Let's go back to something else. This is how good we could be if we
1: were trying all at all, all all the time. <laughs> and now for something
0: completely different. Um, ah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, we have a couple of
0: feedbacks about oh, yeah, 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 good old yeah. good old Let's see. Inhumans here. Uh, Brian V. Klein said to us on Facebook, just got back from seeing Inhumans in IMAX. It was pretty good totally setting up the rest of the show lockjaw was cool the characterizations were pretty much where i thought they were going to be only minor gripe is that they did something to one of the main characters that totally seems like it was done because this is a tv show and not a movie budget-wise didn't really detract from my enjoyment but i can almost guarantee that if this was a movie it probably wouldn't have happened I won't spoil what I'm talking about, but if you saw the end of the latest one minute long preview, it was at the very end. well, we will spoil it. he was talking um, about cutting off Medusa's head. yeah hair.
1: he's absolutely cutting off yeah, as soon as they started doing that, I was like, oh yeah, so they because they don't have the budget like straight up it okay. was
0: it wasn't a buzz cut it was a budget cut
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Woo-hoo. good good job. Uh, Nathaniel Muzzy said to us on Facebook, just wondering if you guys are going to review in Humans. I'm like six hours from an IMAX screen, so I don't think I'll see it there. But so far, the reviews are bad. I had a couple things spoiled, and all I can say is it sounds like Scott Buck is a pox on the MCU.
1: I agree, Nathaniel Muzzy. I agree. Yeah.
0: It's okay. I will say it's definitely not worth driving six hours to an IMAX screen to see it. I'm no, not it sure not. that it's worth going to the one in town. I'm
1: not sure it was worth the $12, but we do this show and we wanted to cover it for you
0: guys. So. Yeah. I'm not yeah, I'm, I spent 9.80 per ticket on four of us. Yeah. So I'm not sure it's worth that. It was pretty, and it was really cool seeing it in a massive screen, but I really honestly think that watching it on Hulu is going to be just as good.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I, uh, Mostly because I, I have a projector
0: to, uh, that puts it up to about 12 feet. <laughs> I hate
1: to not recommend it because I think the more people, if, if people go out and watch it, we might get other cool premieres on IMAX, which would be neat. But yeah. uh, like, you know, like. Things
0: that are done by good directors and showrunners and writers. This just wasn't it. This just wasn't it. And we have
1: one voicemail here. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah, here we go.
2: Hey, guys. This weekend I went and I saw Inhumans that premiered in IMAX theaters. Um, I, given all the negativity around it, I didn't think that it was as bad as people were making it out to be. I found Medusa to be actually a fairly strong point in the show. Karnak, I think he started off very strong and progressively got worse. I think Crystal was Crystal was just terrible. She was the worst part of the show to me. Um, Triton, uh, his makeup I thought was horrible, Um, but I did love Gorgon and Lockjaw, of course. Gorgon, I think, was the most consistent character, and I just liked him the most. And Black Bolt was okay. I understand why they didn't use his mask, because he wasn't fighting a whole lot, but... Um, I mean, that would have been nice to see, but I do think that it's uh, redeemable and that it can get much better, just as Agents of Shield did. Uh, thanks for taking the message, and um, you keep up the good work, guys. Thanks.
1: So yeah, thanks for thanks for calling in. I agree with that. I think that the um, the 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 show is definitely redeemable. It's definitely got some high points. There were some low points. Uh, you guys both mentioned Crystal. God, um, she's so bad. You know, I just think she she came off as a princess, which I know she is a princess. But like...
0: She came off as a princess who was never given acting classes.
1: Yeah, the, the, yeah it did seem a little Disney Channel,
0: I will admit. So that's a, kind of a bummer. Um, it's, it felt like she was acting her scenes out with nobody else in the room. Except everybody else was in the room and they were on set and they were filming. And nobody told her wrong. Yeah. Not not
1: great. Not great. Um, well, I think we've got some cool... We've some, got potential. Some cool potential in this show. It can get better. Absolutely it can. <laughs> That's the, If anything, it can get better. Yep. <laughs> if nothing else.
0: They've got the pieces on the board, and they if they play with them right, it can get a lot better. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. And if it, if it doesn't get better, I'm still going to enjoy it for the most part. Uh, you know, it's only eight episodes, <laughs> so yeah, there's that's not much that we have to slog through. I wonder if
1: they're going to show if those first bad. two episodes together, or they're going to split them they're up. They're su-
0: supposed to be. They're supposed to be showing it uh, on the 8 to 10 block. Okay. Whenever it premieres. The 29th, I believe it premieres.
1: Yes. So, so guys, guys, we'll probably review this again. So, we're going to probably let y'all go for tonight. Uh, we'll probably review this again once we see it again and get all your feedback. So, w- once you see in humans, send in your feedback and we're going to do a big, probably feedback in humans episode since we've already kind of covered it there will be 10 extra minutes on the broadcast version so Ooh. uh so there may be some new stuff but i have a feeling it's not going to be that the most interesting stuff because why would you save it oh he oh uh, by the way our, our caller mentioned gorgon i agree gorgon was great <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gor- yeah the Gor- gorgon and what was the um the asian man with the tattoos on his face uh that was karnak karnak thank you I'm um, not, not not don't have everybody's names yet uh <laughs> Gorgon and Karnak were probably my two favorite characters. Um, They had they had some good like interactions. They uh, they they were just funny. It's like you make characters funny, and at least if nothing else, I want to continue seeing them be funny. Right. Um so I'm like rooting for them to survive just so they can be funny together and
0: uh <laughs> continue letting them interact with each other. Yeah, I mean like let me watch.
1: That's the magic of some shows like like Buffy. When you see some of those like really hilarious characters like Xander and uh, other characters that they like interact, Xander and Anya, they're like hilarious and when they actually go through actual mortal danger, it's heartbreaking and scary and it's you realize it's like, "Oh, it's cuz you feel like my friend you feel like a person i've been hanging out with like um you <laughs> know uh, and and those moments between them had a nice uh there th- th- there were some nice touches in there that made yeah. them feel like real people that i want to care about um that's still not a good reason to support this weird caste system uh, about janet yeah. like is this like <sighs> especially especially in today's political climate please do not make a show where the lead the the, the main characters have perpetuated a genetic superiority uh like caste system and then not ever call that out and make like ma- this show is redeemable if Black Bolt and Medusa realize their mistake. Like, oh, maybe we were doing some sort of shitty things back on Adelan. At- 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 like, maybe we should have not thrown maybe everyone we with
0: move everybody to the moon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have Whoops. thrown everyone in the mines. Uh, and maybe Scott Buck should have explained to us why everyone needs to be in the mines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or what they're mining.
1: Yeah, just... Just any of that. Anything. Any of that would have really helped this this plot. <laughs> um, but I digress. Alas. Alas. We are the Marvelson and podcast. If you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com, mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573 cast um if you would like to uh, um, support if you'd like to support us and the show go to patreon.com/mcucast if you would like to support my kickstarter that's going on right now it's got like 27 days left it's on kickstarter uh, you can go to mcucast.com and click on the kickstarter link in the sidebar Um, and you can, it'll say support Matt's album or something like that. And I've got a new album. If nothing else, you can see what, uh, I look like. And that's always weird, right? When you see your podcaster that you've been listening to for some long years. I don't think so. It's always real weird. So yeah, man, when you like, you've been listening to somebody, so you build up like an image in your head of what you think they look like. And then you see them. They never look like that. (laughs) So, okay. Go to Kickstarter. Or go to mccast.com, click click on the Kickstarter link, and uh, just to see what I look like. But maybe while you're there, you'll want to give me a few dollars to support my album. (laughs) Um, All right, guys. Well, we will be back with you next week with a commissioned episode, I believe, from uh, Mr. Jeffrey James. So,
0: yeah. Until next time, true believers.
1: We are the Marvel Cinematic Heroes podcast. A proud member of nothing. We. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <Good> <laughs>